I would ask you to pray with me and for me. Lord, I submit to you these words that you've given me to speak. And I pray, Lord, that through the working of your Holy Spirit and the indwelling of Jesus in us, that we will have listening ears, an open heart, and a mind to know you, to love you, and to serve you in all things. Through Jesus' name. I pray. Amen. Amen. I kind of ha- got a free ticket this morning because the verse, uh, the gospel obviously is not one of those that would be just really, you know, you could just throw it together and, and be fine with it. It's one of those things that uh, does affect all of us uh, in society today and especially those of us in the church. But I don't have to preach on it. <laughs> um, Father Jose, let me know that this is our kickoff Sunday for the stewardship campaign. Um, We have a stewardship campaign every year in October, and this is the first Sunday of that. And so what I get to preach about is stewardship. (laughs) I see you all smiling out there. I I did, when I sat down, Father Jose and I met, and he gave me some ideas and some things, and even a couple of things he actually wanted me to say to you. And uh, so as I sat down to put together this presentation, I really did stop to think about what might your reaction or your response be to the fact that this is going to be a sermon on stewardship. I thought a lot about that. Um, It is a sensitive subject, it is a misunderstood subject, and in most churches I think they want it to be a secretive subject. Um, But it is none of those things, really. I do know and understand that there are those of you who will meet it thoughtfully, as you do every year. There are those who will meet it with, oh, no, I don't really like and I don't want to spend the whole month on stewardship. Do we have to? And then everyone else will fall somewhere in the middle of those two views, which is what makes this first approach and focus to our stewardship month really, really important. For those who might be visiting today, I want to say that while this is given with our church family in mind, I want to capture everyone's attention. I want to engage each and every one of your hearts. And my intent is that today, everyone will leave with some nugget of faith regarding giving. Financial matters, matters, especially when it involves giving a tithe or an offering to a church, is a subject where no one is neutral or thinks of it in some way as all the other matters of faith. However, I have to say that financial matters as regards our church are just as important and necessary as the financial matters of an individual or of a family. It is no less important. 
Therefore, I feel it is really necessary to begin with a few aerial, if you will, a, a high view that will help put a frame around the subject of stewardship um, and the subject of our giving. It, uh, and, and that will allow us to approach and carefully consider what this month really is all about. Why is it so important, and why should we give it thoughtful and serious attention? Now, I have a couple of questions I want to ask you. Do you believe that everything you are, that everything you do, and that everything you have is important to God? Yes. Okay, somebody's saying yes. Do you think that God is neutral or is unconcerned with anything concerning his children? No. I'm glad your answers to these two questions are no. There is nothing about us that escapes him. Everything is important to him, and I dare say it, our financial giving is important to him. Don't believe it could be, for those of you who don't believe that it could be a matter all that important to him, let me put it in perspective for you. I don't think any one of us would say that our prayer life is not important to God, right? Well, in scripture, there are 532 verses in the Bible about praying makes it kind of an important subject, right? Now let me tell you that proving that stewardship giving is something that God takes seriously, there are 1,539 verses in Scripture about money and giving. Now is our financial giving important to God? Yes. Yes. Just as being good stewards of giving as it relates to our time and talent is important, being good stewards of our treasure, our financial resources, is no less important. It doesn't matter so much about what we earn, how much or how little, or what we may give or not give. What matters is this biblical truth, stewardship giving, is a deeply spiritual matter. And as with any other spiritual gifts or disciplines or practices, we are to grow and mature in it. Because as with any other gift or discipline, the goal is to be drawn into a deeper, closer relationship with God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Now, there isn't one of us who practices the spiritual discipline or who doesn't have our personal devotion practices that do it outside of wanting to be closer to God, right? Our spiritual, uh, uh, our giving is just that. When we give financially, we need to give knowing that this is something that we are offering to God from our heart. But I'm getting ahead of myself. Point 
two in our aerial view, if we desire and to seek to be in deeper relationship with God, we must commit ourselves to grow and mature in our financial stewardship giving. Now, I did hit on this a bit, but let me make it very clear that our giving is both a spiritual gift and a spiritual discipline. By it being both a gift and a discipline, no one is granted an escape. All disciples, and let me make it more personal, all children of God are to be good stewards in their financial giving. Point three in our aerial view. Financial stewardship giving is both a gift from God and a discipline established by him for each of us. No one who knows God can deny that his grace flows freely from him to us. Our financial giving is an act of worship with grace flowing from us, giving him our worship and also flowing out from us as we give to our church and to the work he has given us to do. His grace is given as an act of unconditional love poured out to those who believe And as his grace works and has its way in us, it will flow. It will flow freely from us to him and then in service to him. Why? Because God's grace soaks and melts our hearts so that we find ourselves loving him more and more and desiring to serve him more and more. Point four in our aerial view, financial giving is an act of worship we offer to him and flows out from us as we desire to be about the work that he has given us to do. So summarizing our aerial view of financial stewardship giving, number one, God cares about our financial giving and has given more direction for that than he has for prayer. Number two, financial giving is relational. It brings us into deeper relationship with him and then that flows out from us. Number three, financial giving is both a spiritual excuse me, is both a spiritual gift and a spiritual discipline. Financial giving is an act of worship and an act of service. So now having that aerial view, what is our stewardship month really about? It's not, as some may think, about raising a church budget. That's not it. Our stewardship program is first and foremost about raising up a faithful people that will be about the work God has planned and given us to do. So this yearly campaign is not about making anyone uncomfortable. It is not about prying into private and personal matters or asking for money from a reluctant people. All year, we are taught from scripture about the what, 
where, when, and how of submitting and surrendering the whole of our lives unto God. Because by doing so, we become a better believing people, a more trusting people, trusting God with all of who we are, with everything that we do, and with all that we have. The church and the leadership of this church, uh, the church and the leadership under Father Jose, you know the one thing that we are faithful about in every meeting that we have and in everything that we do? It is we are faithful and diligent about what it takes and what we must do to grow disciples of Christ. That's the intent and the motivation behind everything that we offer. This month on stewardship, giving is one very short period of time. And the real focus and point of our stewardship month is on why each and every one should surrender or submit our financial resources. The very short answer to why we should submit and surrender our financial resources is because we have a faithful God. Let me say that again. We have a faithful God. Don't you want to be a faithful disciple? I see some nodding. Yes. Now, having said all that, there is always... The practical outworking that our stewardship giving affects the financial health of our church. There's no getting around that. It does. Will we be able to meet all our financial responsibilities? Will we be able to be a blessing and a support to outreach and missions ministries? These two questions are not just a matter for the ordained and the leadership of our church. We all are involved and responsible for the answer to those two questions. But this is not the beginning. It is the natural outcome from the beginning. If you will, it's the practical outworking of it. The beginning begins with the grace of God. Giving is a sign that we get it. We understand grace, that we know what God has done for us in Jesus Christ. We get it. We understand it. Grace is God's divine and unconditional love working powerfully within us. It is not governed by rules. You must do this and you must give that. We do And we give in response to what he has done, is doing, will do. That's why we give. The uncomplicated act, and it is an uncomplicated act, of sharing and giving is a reflection of our own spiritual maturity. Giving at its core is so much more than giving to our church and others, and we really need to get that and understand that. 
as I said before, but will say again, at the core, stewardship giving is an act of worship. It is part of our praise and thanksgiving to God, just like anything else that we can offer to him. Now, most of us do know what it feels like to give reluctantly and grudgingly or regretfully. We've probably all been there in some way. There is no secret about the amount needed to meet our church budget for the year. And some of us may inwardly groan as a pledge is made accordingly, but in our hearts, we're reluctant givers, thinking, it's just not fair that the church should expect so much from me. After all, I only make so much and it can only stretch so far. And then there is that part of us that doesn't want to give up those little extras and those little indulgences we've become accustomed to. After all, we work hard. Don't we deserve it? So let me say this. You knew that was coming, right? Let me say this about that viewpoint. First, a faithful steward of God's resources gives freely, gives cheerfully, and yes, gives sacrificially. I don't know about you, but it never fails that when I write my check to St. David's, I do so saying a heartfelt thank you to God that he has provided for me financially. Never do I write that check without that thanksgiving. On those Sundays when my check is in the offering plate, and today happens to be one of them, and as we sing the doxology while the offering plate is being raised up to God, there is within me that richer, somehow deeper sense of born out of gratitude of my worship for God. I am aware that my offering is being presented to him for blessing and increase. In fact, when there are those Sundays I forget to put my check into the offering plate, I wait until the following Sunday because I want my tithes and offerings to be in that plate and be lifted up as an offering to be presented to him for his blessing and his increase. That must happen for me. Those who have gained a spiritual, some sort of spiritual maturity in giving under in giving, do understand and acknowledge that giving is a grace flowing from God to them and is an outflowing from them. Stewardship giving is not a temple tax. It is not it is not an unpleasant Necessity. It is not something that should be hard or grudgingly done. Giving should not be a painful extraction 
pride from an unwilling heart. Stewardship giving is a work of God and flows out by the grace of God. Stewardship giving is a gift of the heart. Scripture says this truth best in Matthew chapter 6, verses 19 through 21. And verse 21 ends this way. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. You will also remember the rich young ruler in Mark chapter 10 who asked Jesus what he should do to inherit eternal life. Jesus tells him, and he tells Jesus, But Lord, I've kept all the commandments from my childhood, and I've kept them faithfully, every single one of them. And Jesus says to this rich young ruler, You lack one thing. Go sell everything you have, Give it to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. And then come, take up the cross, and follow me. Now, we all know the end of that story is the rich young ruler walks away from Jesus, and he is so sad. Very sad. You see, Jesus knew what he was so proud of was not a gift from his heart. And there is something else really important that we need to understand here. Do you know the human heart is made to desire? We were made by God. We are designed by him to desire and to want things. We should not feel guilty or bad about how we are designed. Too many times we have the impression, if we are not actually told outright, that desires are wrong. They are sinful. We are supposed to suppress them, avoid them, and bludgeon them into submission. God made us in his image. And part of that image is to have desires. Where the problem or trouble or sin starts is when we are either blinded by those desires or when they are misdirected. When the desires of our heart do not begin with and flow from God, we are seduced by something that is not God. As that relates to our giving, we are seduced by money serving mammon, not God. We succumb to materialism and possessions in some fashion or form. It isn't the desire. It's how we are blinded by the desire. Now, another truth we find in Scripture, you uh, freely, you have received, freely give. This relates to our stewardship giving also. Our love for God, listen to this, this is important. Our love for God should dictate what we give. I want to say that one more time. Our love for God should dictate what we give. 
Now, I will say it isn't easy for most of us to make ends meet. Most of us are not rich, and there are financial obligations that need to be bet, that need to be met. It's mortgage or rent, a car payment, monthly bills, food on the table, clothes on the back, maybe the cost of an education, student loan, and children. Let's not forget about the cost of raising children. Don't you know God knows that? And the truth is, he does not ask us to give more than we can. He just asks that we be faithful stewards to the resources he's given to us. It's all he's asking. We need to examine being diligent that it is not the cost of our living rather than the high cost of living that prevents our generosity. Did you get that? Okay, I'm going to say it one more time just, just to make sure. We need to examine being diligent that it is not the cost of our living rather than the high cost of living that prevents our generosity. A faithful steward gives generously because God is generous. As far as giving sacrificially, my gosh, folks, he sacrificed his only son for us. So how, how can we not give to him our own sacrifices, including our financial stewardship giving sacrifice? For each of us, what we give is different. What matters is we carefully consider giving selflessly and in proportion to what we have. It should not be a tip, nor should it be a leftover. We give of our first fruits. The desire of our heart should be to give God our best, our very best. The most important gift of our heart is giving him all that we are, all that we do, and all that we have. Now, I hope I have accomplished what I set out to do. I hope that what I have shared with you has given you a fresh perspective, not a new one, because it's not new, but a fresh perspective that will cause each of you (coughs) to thoughtfully and consider your stewardship giving through this month. From the height of the aerial view, number one, our giving to God is important. Number two, submitting our giving to him deepens our relationship with him. Number three, giving is a spiritual gift and a spiritual discipline. And four, our financial giving is an act of worship. The frame of reference those points give us are Stewardship giving begins with God's grace flowing from him to us and flowing out from us. Ultimately, 
at the core, stewardship giving is not about a church budget. It is about spiritual maturity. It is about our love for God and his work. It is about being raised up as a faithful people. It is about offering our stewardship giving as a gift from our heart, making it an act of worship unto our faithful, most high, most holy God. Amen.